Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on Yeo Bravs. I'm Ronnie. Guess you see up there next to me on this big screen of yours. It's Ben Mandelker. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How are you doing today, this fine Monday? Uh, you know what? I'm doing great. I, um, I'm excited. We're about to have our vacation. I'm trying not to have senioritis. I'm trying to still be show up 100%, 100% in the game, but I'm honestly like really excited to go on vacation. How are you doing? Same. I'm really excited. Um, but, you know, then comes the Christmas stuff. And I think we, we need a time that's not like a holiday time where you can just say fuck off to everybody. I mean, my God, you know, it's like, okay, you get a day off. But then it's all the text from the family. It's like, well, what are we doing on this day? And what's this day? And who's doing dinner on this day? And what are we making on this day? And it's like, okay, now I have a whole list of shit I have to make to go to everybody's houses, you know, and then like a things for when they come to my house and wrapping all the gifts and stuff. I need a fuck off week where you're just like, Ronnie, there's guess a what solution. I'm doing? Nothing. There's a solution for you. What? It's called Judaism. <laughs> tradition. 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 It's called No Christmas. It's called going to get Chinese food. It's called doing what you want to do. It's called going out and then having to turn around because everything's closed. That's what he wants to tell his family to who fuck off during Christmas week and not cook a thing. The rondel, the rondel. Yes, come to the Jewish side. I mean, we are actively in Hanukkah right now, by the way. Happy Hanukkah to my people and to even my non-people. Because everyone, like, everyone should be able to enjoy the Festival of Light, the Miracle of Light. I made latkes last night. It was wonderful. And I actually wrote about, as I might as well, you know what? I might as well mention that I just posted my newsletter and I, I... I posted my mom's recipe for latkes. So there's a million latkes recipes out there. So I don't know which one's better than which, but I've got my mom. So if you want my mom's latke recipe, go to mbdfancy.substack.com. Get that like get them latkes. Get that get, get them em. latkes. You yeah, better em. ring them latkes. Better <laughs> ring them latkes. Do all okay, the you're today. taking Judaism too far, okay? You can't just st- <laughs> steal ring them bells. <laughs> Yes, I can. You better ring them, Taurus. Better ring them, Taurus. This <laughs> is Liza Minnelli doing her Hanukkah stuff. Actually, the truth is there's like no good Hanukkah music out there, like in terms of pop Hanukkah music. I know this because I tried to find some last night, and it was horrific. It was terrible. It depressed me. And the only thing that pulled me out of the depression was watching Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, there's a good one from Rent. Is there? Uh, Actually, Would Sharon you Jones light is my candle? Won't you light my candle? <laughs> I mean, I think it's about heroin, but we could appropriate. If you're going to sting, ring, steal, <laughs> ring them bells, you can steal the light my candle song from Rent. Yeah. Well, last night, the only it's funny that you mentioned Rent because the only two good pop uh, Hanukkah songs that we could find, by we, I mean me and Dom, uh, there is um, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings actually has a really awesome Hanukkah song. I could not believe it. It was so good. And then uh, Dina Menzel, speaking of rent, she has a Hanukkah song that's called like, um, how do you say eight candles in Spanish, Ronnie? Like Ocho Candela, Candela, Candela. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I don't it's know. It's like a weird, it's it's like not what I was expecting from Medina Menzel, but it was it was like a... Chibano you know, speaking kind of, of um, Adina Menzel, okay, and by the way, we will get to this Potomac I t- recap I later. tried to throw a transition <laughs> in there. No, I know, but then you said Adina Menzel, and it's Christmas, so, you know. <laughs> um, sorry, we will get to it. But Adina Menzel, I heard someone was playing her Christmas album because I went to, like, a gay neighborhood, a gay neighbor party the other day. And so, of course, it's like the Adina Menzel Christmas. And um, <laughs> she was singing Mariah Carey's All I Want. No. No, Adina. Listen, I'm here for you as a gay, Adina Menzel. I love you, okay? But you can't do this to the gays. Haven't we taken enough? Hasn't the whole country, it it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, anything. We've all taken enough. Enough of the all I want for Christmas is, I don't need your version, Lady from Frozen. Yeah, make something else interesting and not Mariah Carey less interesting. 
You know what I mean? No offense. Sorry, gays. Yeah. But. Or like w- like you have a very good Hanukkah song, sung in Spanish. So yeah. why don't you like make that your thing? All I want for like, Christmas is a candelabra for my window. There. <laughs> make that work. I really th- you know what I like about Adina Menzel's Hanukkah song? It sounds like the opening credits of Soap Dish. So that like gets me very dun, excited. Dun 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 H N-U-K-K-A-H. Hanukkah. Now it's just the Sex and the City as Hanukkah song. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I've I've conflated those in my mind. Thank you for being a menorah, lit eight candles, and <laughs> where everybody knows you're Jew. Dun, dun, dun. Candles and the menorah, gotta light them tonight. <laughs> when the lock is in the pan, never more than a delight. Okay, let's get on with this. Real Housewives of I just want to say, if you are too young to understand a Mr. Belvedere reference, uh, I'm sorry for you. And you should look it up because our friend Angie sent me a clip of Mr. Belvedere today that was all about the spirit of Hanukkah. So please, everyone, if you want to learn about Hanukkah, please look up Mr. Belvedere and Hanukkah on YouTube and you will learn everything you need to know. You're welcome. Yes. Okay, there you go. So if you want to watch this episode, uh, if you want to watch us being idiots who are never getting to the point, we're on Crappens On Demand today over on Patreon. So patreon.com slash watch what crappens. Okay? Yeah. Um, also, we recorded a seriously almost five-hour episode with Reality <laughs> Gaze, which will be split up into four episodes beginning this Friday. We recapped the film um, Falling for Christmas, starring Lindsay Lohan on Netflix. It is... Listen, if you get to the end of this episode, you win something, because it's yeah. long. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. We did. We laughed our asses off. I had to go to bed after we recorded it. It was positively insane. It's insane <laughs> right now, Madison. What you got to do is you got you to gotta watch Falling for Christmas on Netflix with Lindsay Lohan. And let's not overlook Cordover Street. Cordover <laughs> Street. For the big Cordos out there. Um, watch it. And then watch our or listen to our recap because I think it'll be much more. Um, it'll it'll have more value for you. And God, it was a blast. It was so fun. But we we did not stop. T- we didn't stop talking because we're having so much fun with each other. We kept on cracking yeah. each other up. So I really we really were laughing listen. our butts off. And then we yeah. spoke with Anisha from Family Karma. She's really fun. That'll be out. So there will be content all the week that we're and off. Miami. And that was the next thing. We're going to do kind of a catch-up episode of all of the Miamis that have come so far this season. We're going to have that on the 2nd of November, and then we'll start recapping. Uh, Yes, you guys, send me home, really. (laughs) And then we'll start recapping that when we're back in 2023. That's been a great show. So just stay tuned. We are going somewhere physically, but in your audio, audio audioly, we're not going anywhere. Audioly? Audioly, audioorically, we're going to be here. So let's get on with this Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so it opens up with Karen going to Giselle's house, finally seeing Giselle. What does Giselle call her house again? Giselle Western. Giz- Gizpile. It's like like the best way. It's like a best Western. (laughs) Worst Western. (laughs) Holiday Out. (laughs) The Big Jizz Hotel. Like the Motel 8 or whatever. Motel Jizz. um, Embassy Sour. Yeah, I don't know what. I forgot what she calls it. (laughs) Um, It is finished. um, So there's that. So Giselle, we're at Giselle's. And also, she's covered up that. um, What's that wall? It's like a purple color. It wasn't it was like, purple, but it was magenta-y. like magenta e. Yeah, it was. But now, fucking jizz. Okay, you can't have your name be jizz, your nickname, and then cover your walls in that wallpaper that looks like jizz. It looks like jizz sprays yeah, all over. Dots. The, yeah, it's like white, but then like spl- like a uh, shiny white that splattered onto the walls. You can't have that when your name is jizz. And also, like she took the Mackenzie Child thing, and then she just like. Went nuts with it. She just she. It's not that she spread Mackenzie Childs all over her house, which she did do. It's that she also just put checkerboard everywhere. I feel like there was a lot of like unsanctioned Mackenzie Child knockoffs that were everywhere. <laughs> the floor, the, everything. I'm surprised the walls weren't checkerboard. I'm surprised it wasn't like some old Tom Petty video from the 80s because there was so much checkerboard in there. 
Yeah, we don't want to know. McK- we don't want to know about Mackenzie's child. We want to know about Jamal's child. Okay, mm-hmm. so put put Jamal's put Jamal's gossip on that <laughs> wall if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great brand. <laughs> Jamal's child available. We don't know where. Jamal's Maybe she child, can get some. Bye. We don't know. We don't know who. <laughs> Maybe she can get some Jamal's child candlesticks for her ocho candelicas. <laughs> I looked up how to say it. Candelicas? Ocho candelicas. That's the name of her song. Oh. Um, so, um, new chandelier. There's like a new <laughs> chandelier there. And Karen comes in and Karen just does the fake. Beautiful. <laughs> kind of giving it like a full 360. <laughs> Mm, I'm so proud of you. You know, it's so it's so great to see you opening your heart for all these lost and found fixtures and furniture. So lovely for you to be the one to take them in. <laughs> Somewhere there's a design student who says, why did anyone never buy my chair? And then you took in the chair. You made him realize he could still do design, even though he shouldn't do design. You are a goddess, Giselle. So good of you to foster unwanted furniture. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for a family to come pick up this rug you know most people like to be ahead of the trends but I like that you like to stay behind the trends and pick up all the dirt <laughs> that way you won't get run over by the trends Giselle stay behind the trends <laughs> I appreciate that you don't back up, jump on the bandwagon you just clean up after it as it passes you by <laughs> And Giselle's like, yes, sir, uh, because last time you were here, you were in a tent in the dirt top. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like, hmm, yes, I was in a tent in the in the driveway. So she goes on this tour, and then they're, like, looking, like, Giselle's doing, like, a, a backyard sort of deck situation, and she's saying how it's going to be, like, a whole thing, and they're going to show movies out there, and Carol's like, movies, mm, with the beasts, in the wilderness, mm. <laughs> And so the producer's like, wow, that was really nice, Karen. So what do you really think about the renovation? And she's like, is there a fly on your nose? No, no, I'm just thinking. Is there a hair on your lip? Nope, just thinking. I love the chandelier. She's like, I want to say something nice besides the chandelier, but... No. Now, I may have forgotten your birthday. I may have been late for your birthday, but I didn't forget you. Children, come, children. Auntie Karen's here. (laughs) Angel and Dora come bounding out because they have good taste. They know it's a privilege to be around Karen Huger. So they come running out, and Karen's like, I have some gifts for you. You'll see these are Gucci bags. Or actually, Giselle's like, they're Gucci bags. And she goes, well, I'm so sorry I was late for your birthday, but I didn't forget you. Santa Karen is here for your gifts. <laughs> uh, Santa Dom. Hmm? <laughs> and so Giselle's like, well, you know, Karen and I go through it. But she's bringing my kids birthday presents. And this is the formation and the foundation of our friendship. Gifts. Mm-hmm. That's gifts. That's mm-hmm. the transactions foundation. and gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Purely transactional. Know your love language. She's like, if we can stay right here, Ra, we're going to be good, ha. Huh? Like, what was that? We got another season pickup. Uh okay. Well, Karen has been sleeping around with someone at the old blockbuster, Ra. <laughs> so they start gossiping, and um Giselle's like, So we have our live show this week, God. And she's like, mm, I'd go to lock, copycat. Mm. And she's like, okay, <laughs> well, tell me about your show. So she's like, well, at my uh, my live show, I like to set up dinner and cocktails. It's like what I'm doing at Nordstrom's. So you, and she says, so like La Dame? Are we going to get La Dame at this thing? She says, oh, no, you don't mix brands. This one's dinner, cocktails, drag queens, barrel racing, fire eating, contortionists, rainmakers, water filters, couch covers, pony poachers. Escalators, both in service and not. <laughs> Slinky slinkers. <laughs> Lampshades. And you have to guess which fixture they go on to. Water filtration. Mm. Wiffle ball. Bring <laughs> wiffle ball back. With the big, both the red, red chunky bat variety and the skinny yellow bat. Uh-huh. 
And Karen's like, yes, and we're going to have a moment called Sizzle Topics. It's going to be like, we're, we're working on names, like, um, um, make sense or rude. Make sense or rude. <laughs> yes, we're thinking about rational or not in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a synonym. <laughs> I'm such a loser. Uh, I, I left it. it all at water filters. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to have... <laughs> I did like that water filters was a feature of it. <laughs> Actually, we're, go- <laughs> we're gonna have nueve nueve candelicas not just not just ocho <laughs> so giselle's like and she goes oh okay i get that carrot and then she tells us i don't get that i don't get it <laughs> i know uh, so um yeah, it sounds like it's a disaster and uh so now karen's gonna invite all the girls and karen's like you know you know what I like? I'm gonna. You know what I like about Mia? Let me talk about Mia for a moment. I like that she owns when she's wrong, which is all the time because she lies out of her ass all the time. And you know, she's like, I, I do like uh, Jacqueline also, but you know, Jacqueline does finish Mia's sentences, which I don't care for quite a bit. And then we see a clip of Jacqueline being like the spokesperson for Mia in Miami. Yeah, and Giselle's like, right, well. In Miami, we went to the beach, ah, and Mia and Jacqueline got to drinking, ah, and Mia made reference to back in the day when she was back in the club, and, like, if I'm winning, you're winning, like, Jacqueline pulled up in a Porsche, right? And it made it seem like Mia bought the Porsche for Jacqueline. Karen's like, ooh, Karen's trying to, like, figure <laughs> out, like, face. where the, ta- she's like, she's like, am I supposed to be, like, joining in on this? Like, is Giselle trying to create a storyline here? It's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, Karen had a lot of good crazy faces in this one. And Giselle's like, I just want clarity. Uh, who's buying the cars? Is Gordon buying the cars? And Karen's like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so Giselle's like, I mean, Mia talked about that she let Jacqueline have sex uh, with one of her boyfriends, uh, and Mia wanted to watch. Uh, I mean, if this is happening back in the day, uh, is this happening currently? Uh, and Karen's like, she really is. Giselle, who cares? No one's surprised. <laughs> Mia's first episode, she's like, ah, I fucked three girls on the way and Gordon came into the milk carton. It's like, Mia's not, <laughs> you're not going to get some shameful storyline from Mia. None of us care. None of us are shocked that the lady right. who lied and then eventually had to admit that she worked in a gentleman's club that was really artistic and sold good steaks. <laughs> like, none of us are going to be shocked that she's like made out or hooked up with a girl. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I think this is sort of scraping. It's like she's scraping for content at this point, you know? She's trying to pay for that jizzy wallpaper she put up. You know? Yeah. It's like, you're going to need more, Giselle. Yeah. And so Karen's like, well, I think that Mia opened her mouth one too many times in front of Giselle. And now Giselle is going to tell the whole world. I'm like, yeah, she'll tell the world. But I feel like... <sighs> Does the world really need this? Does the world really care about this? I'm not sure. The world doesn't care. It's like, oh, big shop, big shocker. Mia and Gordon have threesomes. Ooh. So then um, <laughs> Giselle's like, you know, if they want to do that, they're fine. That's fine. But we're going to ask questions about it. And Karen says, well, you know, I mean, they were in the window in Miami. So they want to be seen. I mean, I don't get in my window. Unless I want to be seen. And I just immediately <laughs> felt so bad for all of the leaf blowers in Karen's neighborhood. <laughs> They're like, oh, no. She's back in the window again. Yeah, just casually. Like, look at me dusting my fake fern from homo goods. <laughs> open, that, deer, open that robe a little bit. <laughs> the deer are all scattering away. They're like, first she called us beasts. And now she's trying to get naked in front of us. <laughs> Oh, so, so then it's a, fla- it's a flower in color that turns to black and white. I heard Liam Neeson on the Smartless podcast. I love the Smartless podcast. Okay, I listen to all of them. And uh, Liam Neeson was on there, and he's 
talking about Schindler's List. And he's like, well, you know, it was the time. I'm sorry, I'm terrible. My accent's terrible. He's like, well, it was the time that the little girl turned to black. and the, Everything was black and white. And then there's a little girl in color. And I'm like, oh, my God, he watches Potomac. <laughs> I heard him uh, on a documentary. My parents were watching a documentary about Spielberg, which is, I think, something that parents have to do at some point in their lives. Like, so we watched a movie about Spielberg. And they were interviewing... Liam Neeson, because I wasn't watching, but they were blasting it, so I heard it's like throughout the house. Yeah. And Liam Neeson's like, I was trying, to, I, was, I was taking a cigarette for in, in Schindler's List, and Spielberg said, "Don't blow it this way, blow it that way." And I was like, "Is this how the entire movie is gonna go? He's just gonna tell me how to do every single thing and micromanage me?" And Ben Kingsley Jr. was like, <laughs> "He has a process, just follow it." I was like, "You know what, Liam Neeson, you're gonna question Steven Spielberg?" <laughs> yeah. And I love it. Liam Neeson doesn't give a fuck. I'll tell you that much about Liam Neeson, okay? Liam Neeson, they're like, so what about the artistry of this? He's like, I don't give a shit. You know what I'd like to do? Fight in a movie. And that's it. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they even kept him on the phone, you know? <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then um, we go to the emergency room. Thank God. I was really hoping we were going to get some kidney stone storyline. I mean, yeah. That's really bringing in the ratings. The family year. kidney stone. Yeah. I credit I credit the amazing. By the way, they are great ratings for Potomac. So, yes, Potomac. We've always <laughs> Are they? They're you. good. Yeah, they're really good. Well, um, let's not forget that when I when I went down to Miami, I sat next to an avant-garde avant-garde suppress uh subversive satirical performance artist. And she's like, oh, but I love I love Potomac. So look, it even penetrates the world of performance art. Yeah. Um, so they're doing great. And I attribute all of those ratings to this Kidney Stone storyline. Because yeah. I know it keeps me up at night. I'm like, God, what is going on with Wendy's Kidney Stones? It's, yeah, I mean, it's a very, you know, it's a captivating story. So she is going into surgery um, because her Kidney Stone is actually so big. It's nine centimeters which I don't even know how a kidney stone can be that. That's actually insane, Madison, right now, that her kidney stone is that big. And as someone, I once, I passed a kidney stone once, like in, nine, in 98, I passed a kidney stone. And it was teeny, 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 tiny that they didn't even catch it. And um, that killed. <laughs> that yeah, was it's like hell, right? Terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. So I've, I don't I've even know passed, how nine centimeters. Yeah. I've never passed a kidney stone, but I have passed a lot of people who have passed kidney stones because I don't want to hear about their kidney stones. So I just passed them. Not you, Ben. Not you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, but you're just trapped. in general. Just in general. I'm like, kidney stones? Okay, I'll pass. And then I just keep walking. Well, I do remember when I went to the hospital and there was like this older... Man, you really don't 60s. take a hint. <laughs> oh, I just remember her... <laughs> Well, she was kind of like, she was like, so, she was, no, you didn't take the hint because I said, you're trapped. It's Hanukkah. You're not allowed to, you cannot silence my voice on Hanukkah, okay? Because you know what? My kidney stone came out and guess what it was? A menorah. I had a menorah in my kidneys. (laughs) No, there was just like some older lady who's like, oh, you got a kidney. Ocho kidney stones. It was measured in Candelicas. What? You, you, Can- it was measured in candelicas. Your kidney stone was eight candelicas large. Candelicas cannot be the word for, for candle in Spanish. I feel like it's it? not. No, I feel like it's not. Candelica. Let me see what it, what candelica is. That sounds like a white person making up a name for candles, right? Oh, you speak Spanish? Okay, candles. Candelicas? Okay, light the candelicas? And like, maybe, what the hell? maybe candelica is like Hebrew... Bella. And like La Bella. It's a Ladino song. Or La Candela, I guess. Okay, what was your point? So you were you saw an old lady in the hospital who didn't who just spoke Spanglish. <laughs> She's I like, saw Dina Menzel. I have a kidney stone. <laughs> I no, I was in the hospital and I saw Dina Mendel and I said, How long before this kidney stone passes? She goes, <laughs> 200 seconds, 35 days, and one week. She said, Let it go, let it go. It turns out all of Adina Menzel's music really can <laughs> be relevant to kidney stones. <laughs> I had no point, so we'll move on. I, I really, want to know I, what happened to the old lady in the no, kidney stone I, factory. 
all she's i just remember being in pain and this lady came up to me and she looked like the mom from sisters and she was like got kidney stones and i was like yes she goes oh yeah i get them every month it'll be fine bye i just always remember that older lady so thank you older lady Hey, if you're listening to this older lady, lay off the jelly beans. I mean, what gives you kidney stones? Not filtering your water? I need to know what it is because I hey, think older that lady, I do it. This is what I say to the older lady. Older lady, you got to give up one of your speaking engagements or maybe teach fewer classes or not go on MSNBC as much. This is killing you, older lady. You've got too much on your plate, older lady. <laughs> she comes in spinning plates on her fingers. I get them every month. Yeah. <laughs> Go <laughs> show. Sorry. Once okay. you hear the song, it'll never get out of your head. Okay, so serious music. Wendy is get so she's uh, well, that's it. She's yeah, she's going it. into surgery. Although she they this she had her like fancy ass handbag on her gurney with her going into surgery. I did not know that was part of the process. But <laughs> yeah. Well she comes out of it when she comes home, she's in full hair and makeup, you know. Which I liked. I mean, that's dedication to being on TV. So yeah. then Ashley is at home with Dilly, her little son Dylan, and she's vacuuming. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. She's like, do you think <laughs> vacuuming's funny, Dilly? He's like, oh, I think it's funny. Lot of suction. Try and get up that cracker, sucker. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Goodbye, goldfish. Call me. Ha, ha, ha. Wah, wah. The only thing funnier than a vacuum is being told there's not an actual living airplane inside my mouth. I mean, get out of here for crying out loud. It's a hangar and nothing more. Some people call this a vacuum. Some people might compare it to daddy in a strip club. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> nothing is funnier than what I call peekaboo era. Have you ever seen someone's face disappear so quickly? No, I don't think so. <laughs> So then the nanny, Daisy, who does not want to be there. Okay, There's like certain body language things you can read. I think Daisy looks at the floor the entire time. And um, he, she comes in with uh, Dean, the other kid. And Dean's just going crazy. And might <laughs> I suggest nuts. to both Daisy and Ashley, get a fly swatter. Just, I don't think it's abuse <laughs> if you just give a little smack. Water gun. Water gun. Water like gun. With, Water like gun. cats on the better. counter, you know? Yeah. Because Ashley's like... Oh, hey, Dean, you want to sit with Dylan? And you just hear, Yeah, that really, 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 How dare you try and sit somewhere not facing my high chair, you monster. <laughs> Listen here, Kane. Don't think I won't give you a rock to the back of the head. Get over here. Sit with me and eat Cheerios together. Well, this is going to get biblical. <laughs> so um michael has called with really good news um he got a boner amazing no uh, he got some he got some eye drops <laughs> he found the ring <laughs> so yeah he's called with good news we don't ever find out what it is but um ashley's house hunting and michael's helping her and this this house just came on the market and it has a yard and five bedrooms so yeah We'll see. Yeah, so they're gonna like continue going down this terrific uh, path for themselves, and so um, she's like, uh, she's like, well, I don't know, like, should I leave like all the negotiations to Michael? And I'm like, is I like, what's the etiquette? Like, does he like stay over in the new home? Like, I don't know, is that like normal? Like, like, what should I do? Here's what you do, mommy. You have daddy go into the real estate office and say, I want this house and I want it now. And if you don't give it to me, I'm taking away all your toys because that apparently seems to be the way he handles all his negotiations. Am I right, people? Am I right? Yeah. You know, if you don't get a lawyer, what's end up what's gonna end up happening is that it's gonna say, Don't worry about it, I'll send you support. And much like um the she in this story, they'll tell you she's coming around the mountain, here she comes, here she comes, yet nobody ever sees she. All right. <laughs> wah, wah. Get a lawyer. Get a lawyer. Get a fucking lawyer. Okay? Get a lawyer. Now, excuse me. I'm off to read my book. And by read my book, I mean put my hand on a piece of velvet that's embedded into a cardboard page. Good boy. <laughs> so then we go over to the theater. The theater! Where Giselle and Robin are checking out their venue for Reasonably Shady, the live show. Yeah, they're like a big theater. It looks like it's like a former movie movie theater or something like that. 
So they're just like going over details, like how many VIP tickets they're going to sell and yada, yada, yada. And they've like, they've put in $10,000, I guess, to rent the space and do all the things that have to be done. And so they're just like, they're just like hoping to sell more tickets and break even and all that stuff. So it's just kind of like perfunctory, like we're doing business. Ha! Now let's get back to gossip. Ha! Yeah, pretty much. Robin tells us that they've put in $10,000. That's cray cray to me. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. So then they start gossiping and Giselle's like, well, we didn't talk about one segment. I was like, well, there's your first mistake. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't, you need something else. I'm yeah. not even there yet. I'm bored. Okay. Yeah. One, one segment. Whoa, I remember when you were going to do the dishes. <laughs> one singular sensation. So then, um, so yeah. I'm sorry, but that's on my Hanukkah album. How dare you? <laughs> like Dina Menzel claiming every song. <laughs> One singular Hanukkah, every little candle she lights. <laughs> <laughs> like she's angry singing it to, to claim it. <laughs> How many damn one singular Hanukkahs are there going to be this year? Had <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm the man from La Hanukkah. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, I always know the first lyric, and I can never come up with it. I can never come through with the second lyric of a parody song. So, um, I just don't know enough about Hanukkah to really make make any of these work. Um, so, <laughs> whose fault is that? Mine. Also, Jesus's. Jesus. I know. Educate yourself, Ronnie. I don't have to be your teacher. Yeah. So, um, uh, so anyway, so yeah, so Giselle's like, is he actually is Juan actually to come to the stage? And he's like. And there she's like, yeah, I mean, I warned him, but you know him, like, he'll, he'll forget that he agreed. It's like, is that, like, why your wedding is taking so long? Because he forgot that he agreed to marry you. <laughs> um, and she actually does make that no- noise, because Robin says, I'll warn him. Even the other day, you said, am I coming to your show? And Giselle says, uh, butter the man up. And Robin goes, oh. <laughs> 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 so about your wedding uh, that I'm not invited to. Uh, no one's invited, not even a Mentina Menzel. And well, I was in my feelings about it, but I got out of them because I realized I don't have those. So <laughs> then I realized I was having feelings about going to your wedding, and I realized I'd be better off staying at home. Uh. So. <laughs> She's basically just trying to fish around for a good date when this is. And um, she's like, when did you get engaged? I was like, three years ago or four years ago. Ah. And it was just like two years ago. And basically Robin's stalling because she has to talk yeah, about the prenup. As usual, she's scared. you know, as usual. She's got to talk about a prenup, LOL. And uh, she's like, oh, just haven't had time to marinate on it. Your chicken is falling off the bone. That's all you've done <laughs> is marinate. It's over marinated, Robin. Nah. <laughs> yeah. So now we go to Candace's video shoot for Insecure, her new single, with Trina. And uh, Candace is doing crunches on her dressing room floor uh, while Dorothy sits nearby and watches. She's like, what are you doing, Candace? And she's like, she's like I'm trying to do a crunch, mother. Um, at which point her mom then slaps her with a bag and, you know. Yeah, I'm bored. That- I mean, I think that... Really, the whole thing that I got from this was Candace looks like a little kid at her first, like, big tennis tournament. You know, she's, like, got, Mm -hmm. like, the best, like, tennis visor she can, and she's going to do this. So the mom tries to have a scene, but Candace won't really let her say anything bad. So we just hear a lot of, Candace, who's Trina, Candace? (laughs) Yeah, and, like, just cut to Dorothy talking to Trina, like... Chris doesn't pay any of the bills. So yeah. Candace, they bring Candace to set. They carry her like she's Ariana Grande. Cause do you ever see that? Um, was it like a, a, was like on Jezebel or something that was like Ariana Grande does not walk. Like she gets carried everywhere. And there's just any video you see of Ariana Grande true? backstage. She's always being carried. Oh, wow. I'll look it up. 
<laughs> I love it. So um, Trina comes out and they place on the car and, you know, talk about how like beautiful they look and like how grateful Candace is and stuff. And Candace is like, Trina is the bread and butter of women in hip hop. And so um, she's like, you know, it's a struggle being a housewife because people are like, oh, she's just another real housewife with a single. To which I say, how dare you diminish the art of the housewife single, ma'am? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so are you just going to act like the real housewives of Orange County did not put out a full on bop this year that goes, I do whatever I want, whenever I want, with no expectations. Yeah, I do say wherever I go, wherever I, 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 I am. I, I go to the supermarket. I will go to the supermarket. <laughs> I go to the supermarket whenever I want, but they don't always have chicken. Chicken Tuesdays. I'm telling you, it's a big thing where I live. <laughs> Or the other seminal hit. I mean, listen, I love Drive Back. I remember Drive Back because I actually listened to that on my own time, like on purpose. And this one sounds pretty good. I'll put this on the same playlist. Um, so I know the tunes. But does everyone know those tunes the same way they know? On display, on display, on display. Each and every, and every day, every day, every day. Let's segue into, let's segue into good as gold. Good as gold. Ain't nobody love me like I love you. Like, like I'm feel, ain't nobody you. feeling feeling like I'm feeling me. Like I'm feeling you. Yeah, so look, my point is those songs are not better than your song, okay? But those songs aren't worse than your song either. So have some respect. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, also, I did look it up, and there's like a huge number of articles about Ariana Grande only being carried around someplace. So I think that's a great <laughs> rabbit hole for people to go check out later after this podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay so they have a good scene and it sounds good and looks good it looks great and they're it like does. this one is more high budget and then we get a clip of me being like well i was expecting more than a parking lot <laughs> yeah i don't think it's hard to be more high budget than zero dollars okay like when you're shooting <laughs> when you're shooting a music video in like a park parking lot like and when you have a when lot. you have a cast that includes anybody other than Karen and Giselle, you know, doing a box step <laughs> off the rhythm. Yeah, when you have like the the local like when you have just like the JV soccer team of the local high school in the background of your parking lot shot, like <laughs> you yeah. can get more high budget. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, deer, I'm really worried Big about deer. the deer. Because the deer is big and it looks like his walk is like a little off today. You know, Potomac, <laughs> don't just stand there, see something, say something. You're not just producers, you're members of this earth. Okay? See that? I want someone see find out what's going on with the deer. <laughs> see something, say something for the deer. <laughs> I like that because it sort of actually implies the deer might be a terrorist. Because that was You what never know. Why is he walking City. so funny? You know? <laughs> that deer's on 24. Jack Bauer's like, how do we have visuals on the deer? Jack, the deer has a bomb. I'm going in. Jack! Oh. So, so then Corey and Carter are playing basketball in the backyard, and Juan comes into the kitchen, and Juan's like, whoa, I know that you're really busy, but we have to get married, so, I mean, when you finish recruiting, are you going to have a little break so we can get married? Because, like, everyone's asking for a date. And he's like, it's up to you. I told you how I feel about it, so just do whatever you want. She's like, no! Why are you resisting and making this so difficult for me? Do it whenever you want. Like, I'll keep my calendar open. Wow. Wow. You are so difficult to work with. <laughs> He's like, listen, the whole first time was about you and what you wanted and what your vision. And so I figured this time would be too. And she's like, oh, you had a say in the first time. And he's like, no, I didn't. Like, come on, Rob. Like, how many lives of yours do I have to let slide on this show, okay? Don't pretend I had anything to do with that wedding. And she's like, well, I want it to be memorable. So, let's talk about the lawyer and the prenup. <laughs> yeah, she's like, 
Um, so, like, the question was posed, do you put in, like, an infidelity clause? I just, I feel like we both need to be okay with this thing. He's like, well, I don't think that'll be, that's going to be an issue because, like, you've been me, with me since I was how old? And, I mean, how many times have I cheated on you? Oh, actually, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should do the infidelity clause. What was this with Juan pretending that he's never cheated? So they're trying to make it sound like Juan just cheated when they were already separated. Come on, you two. Okay, we've been watching this show for a long time. He's like, what? Me cheat? You know me. Ha, ha, ha. Prenup. Who needs them? <laughs> so then she's like, well, things got really like contentious with our divorce, but there was no money to fight over. So if there was money, I can't even imagine how nasty it would have gotten. And he's like, listen... I work all day and I, I don't have time to cheat. And you're awake for three hours a day. I mean, who's going to cheat with you? <laughs> we're, we're fine. It's a non-issue. Yeah. So uh, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to fight over money. I'm not doing this. Not on TV. So now we get like very serious music. And it's uh, Wendy returning from her surgery. And uh, full and glam full glam full glam well it's part of going to med school is you know you gotta you gotta know how to give someone a a glow up after their after their post-op glow up you know uh, yeah she got a good one she looks very pretty so she, she comes home guess guess what guys she had two surgeries in one week to remove the kidney stones okay because it's wendy she can't just have one surgery she needs two. she needs more surgeries than everyone else in the hospital I got a lot of I got a lot of uh, surgeries on my plate right now. So um, <laughs> her kidney stones came out of the surgery spinning plates. They're like, wow. Her, her kidney stones are already on MSNBC <laughs> weighing in. They're like, Giuliani's crazy. So <laughs> Wow, her kidney stones have a point. <laughs> I mean, so far they're one for one on 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 their appearances there. Rachel Maddow's like, tonight. On my Rachel Maddow show, we got the kidney stones. But I'm yeah, when, to speak for an hour first, and then you'll see them at the end. One kidney stone has a short wig like Rachel Maddow, and the other kidney stone has like a little bow tie like Tucker Carlson. They just came out fighting with each other. They're Even fighting. her little kidney stones are little talking heads on the news. <laughs> I would tune in. So um, anyway, so Wendy's like lying on the sofa and everything, and um, you know she's just like recovering. And Susan's Susan, her mom, is making pork chops or wants to make a pork chop. She's like really trying to push a pork chop agenda. And, um, and just, like, goes, who her. even likes pork chops? No one likes pork chops. And she's like, you want a spicy pork chop? She's like, no, no one <laughs> eats the pork chops. And she's like, uh, she goes, please don't make pork chops the Nigerian way. Can you just make some soup? <laughs> and her mom's like squeezing out a chili into a bowl like yeah <laughs> making a soup so it's cute because uh cameron her daughter starts feeding the soup to wendy and the mom's like three generations here feeding soup and then um they just start talking about you know working too hard because susan also had some medical issues and it's because she worked too hard and she says the doctor they said take a chill pill and stop working so hard. So that was it. Take a chill pill. <laughs> and Wendy's like, well, I work so hard because I saw you work so hard. And then if my daughter keeps seeing me work hard, then she's going to work hard. And so uh, she's like, we need to break the cycle, the cycle of working hard. <laughs> and so then, of course, the mom is there just being so nice and cooking her all this food and not yelling at Wendy when she's smarting off about spicy pork chops. And we find out why. Because the mom's like, yeah, I breastfed you. I breastfed all of my children. And you drove my breasts into the mud. And she's like, mom, we're not <laughs> talking about your damn boob job right now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, mom's like, I asked for a new boob. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's commercial. We're over at Mia's house, and uh, she is scooping out dough. for. She's making cookies with her daughters. Her, no, her no. daughter. She is making, you're right. I take it back. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I thought <laughs> you were going to say pancakes, and I was going to get upset, because is this the same episode she's trying to make pancakes for the kids, and they're not pancakes at all? I don't remember. Go ahead. No, but she's done the cookie thing with her kids a lot. Like it's getting to level levels, and uh, I'm like, it's gonna, it's time to start 
find out some new crafts for the kiddos, okay? So she's making cookies and Karen that comes was, over. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I know people are hitting their steering wheels. That was actually in Real Housewives of Miami this week. Lisa Hochstein is making pancakes with their children. And those are not pancakes, ma'am. They're, those oh, are, it's like the slop. Things? It looks like prison slop that she flattened out and like made the yeah. kids eat. And I was, you pour syrup on anything and they'll eat them, like me. Like, yeah, I was when she did that. I was like, "This is classic Lisa Hochstein forcing some sort of strange pancake agenda on her kids." <laughs> but the one, the one point in her favor is that there's a restaurant here in LA that has like famous oat griddle cakes that are like pancakes made with. I think there's there's oatmeal Oops. in them, yeah. and they are. You know which one? Remember? You know? Uh, uh, have you ever had those before, Ron? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, Either I know what? the, I know the, the, I know them so, in theory. You know? Those are pancakes, but I don't believe Lisa Hoxine was making those. I believe Lisa Hoxine had just basically taken some oats and added like f- like flax milk into it or something, and then yeah. and just like let them just turn into fetid little <laughs> creations in her pan <laughs> that no child should be you know yeah should be subjected to. Well, sorry to interrupt. I just had to get that pancake anger out because I was like, call. Oh, I have. Call social services. This These is are a pancakes. This is a safe space for pancakes. Aww. Whether we're talking about oat pancakes or we're talking about uh, crispy edge pancakes or if we're talking about potato pancakes, eight candelitas, <laughs> ocho candelitas. Sorry, I keep on I keep on Englishing it up. Candelitas won't stay out of your head. I love it. Ocho candelitas. So- yeah, she's here making cookies with her kids at her house, and Karen comes over, and she's like, Karen is here, kids, hi, fam. <laughs> and so Karen comes in, and she's like, should I take off my shoes, Gene? He's like, no, they look so good. Keep them on. <laughs> <laughs> I like Karen asking that question as if she was ever going to take off her shoes. So mm. it's like. Look, TDK is here, guys. Come on, girl. Come on in, girl. We're going to make some cookies, girl. I told her you're coming over and going to make some cookies. Karen's like, mm, no, I was not contractually obligated to make any sort of cookies, so that will not happen. <laughs> I am not contractually obligated to ingest any nuclear waste being produced out of your home, but thank you, child. <laughs> and she's like, but these are my graduation cookies. Well, we've already beat mummy there, haven't we? All right, can we go to a different room, please? I've got enough people to clean poo-poo off of at home. <sighs> so they sit down, and um, Karen's like, so, mm, are you and G good? Mm? And Mia goes, um, yeah, fam. Karen goes, well, because I just visited Giselle, and I said I'd never hold anything back, and she was too happy to tell me that that you and Jacqueline, she peeped you all showering together upstairs in the nude. So do you guys shower in the nude? Is that what you <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. And you two like that? Showering in the nude together? And she's like, yeah. Okay, well, they, she also told me, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. Do you have a plan, you know? <laughs> no, hold on. No, I'm just working on my bewitched powers. Mm, 50 <laughs> years and I still can't make things appear out of nowhere, but it'll happen someday. <sighs> hey, honey, you need any milk? Uh, Gordon, why do you look like Peter now? I've been recast. Okay. <laughs> Gordon number two. <laughs> the better Gordon here. Um, so she's like, mm, so you like showering naked? Oh, well, she also told me that you shared a boyfriend. It's like moving her teeth around from side to side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, full transparency. Um, Jack and I have done some like weird promiscuous things when we were kids. Just mm, with each other. Like, okay, cool. So you would love us. She goes, mm, no. She goes, oh. So uh, what kind of weird promiscuous thing if you're not screwing? Like, you kissed? Like, you fondled? Mia's like, um, I thought I wanted to be a gynecologist, so I went into her cervix. <laughs> I had a flashlight. It's like, ooh. And also at the restaurant when people would want Heinz 57, we found a way to do that with our, okay, that's enough. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> that's quite enough. You've illustrated quite a picture for me. Uh, well, next time when someone says we did some weird stuff, I will just leave it at that. 
Well, how old were you when you played doctors and nurses? And um, she's like, I don't know. And she says, well, I was also told that you and G have sex with other people together. And Mia's like, yeah. <laughs> so Karen's like, Ooh, I, love, it- <laughs> I love that they keep trying to come for Mia. And she's like, so what's your point? Yeah. And they're like, and she's like, was it Peter? And she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh, Peter's girlfriend. And she's like, Karen's like, hmm, I knew it was some shit. Something was funky at that Miami table. It was way too personal. Mm. So I love that they're talking about, you know, what Mia's vagina has been up to her, you know, entire adult life. And then what do they pop up on the screen? Puss in boots. <laughs> I mean, I missed that, but very so appropriate. Good. I mean, so good. So she's like, yeah, um, Peter's girlfriend I've hooked up with. And Karen's like, oh, I knew it. And she's like, so here's my question. Did you and Peter share the woman? And she's like, no, she was ours first. And Peter got her after. Hmm. Yeah. And Karen's like, hmm. So Peter has your leftovers. <laughs> okay, I'm going home. I got work to do. <laughs> I love it. She just comes to grill her about her vagina. And then she's like, okay, go, gotta go. Bye. <laughs> they just cut to a deer just totally scandalized outside. I know. Staring at them from the window like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> These two. These two. So now it's the day of the big show, the big show for the reasonably shady live show. And uh, people are showing up like Ashley's there and Shasha. Shasha's like, hold on. I think I can get a better ticket. One second. Hello, ticket reservations. <laughs> Hi. Do you have VIP? I have, I have reservations for a seat at the Four Seasons. Like, ma'am, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the seat doesn't have a bathroom. What am I supposed to do with this seat? Do you have any tickets available at the Waldorf Astoria of Broadway? Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, Karen and Ray come, and she's like, oh, Ray, we have to do a step and repeat, Ray. A step and repeat. Uh, <laughs> he's just, like, stepping and repeat. No, not like that, Ray. On the red carpet, Ray. God, this is the only time Giselle and Robin would let me take a picture with them. I'm going to get next to the cardboard cutouts here. <laughs> And then um, everyone's showing up, like Juan and the kids and everything. And Karen's like, hmm, well, I'm surprised to see Juan anywhere. But I'm really proud of him being here. He has his sons with him and they're supporting Robin. This is a good thing. This is this is a good thing. And maybe someday he'll actually commit to his relationship with Robin. Who knows? So she goes in and she's like, oh, the seats, they're empty. How much time they got, Ray? <laughs> I'm proud of him. Ray, they got eight minutes to fill this joint. Come on, how many think you? Well, Robin documents everything, so I'm gonna document this for Robin. K H Z K H Z. Karen Hugerson. Mm. So uh, she tells us, well, it was at, it was empty. It was an empty theater, and I'm very happy for the people that came to support them. They spent their hard-earned money, and they were very comfortable. They had five, ten, fifteen seats between each other. You couldn't ask for anything more than that. Hmm. So, um, first of all, I'm surprised this wasn't completely sold out because they have a big podcast. And it's, also, and it's at, I, they're like famous, you know, Robin and Giselle. And I'm, I'm surprised. I think they, I'm just assuming that they uh, charge a lot too much for tickets because I would think that that would be totally sold out. Yeah, they've got a big show. Everybody loves their show that I've heard, you know, I haven't heard anybody dissing their show. Yeah. So, anywho, um, let's see. Empty, empty. So Ashley sits with her, and she tells her she's going to be doing some kind of watered-down TikTok dance segment. It's like, watered down? <laughs> it's a TikTok segment. It's already watered down. You can't move more than a foot. <laughs> if Cynthia Bailey's doing it, it's going to be, it's gonna be watered down. Hmm. So um, just, a, just a call back to Cynthia Bailey in the pandemic doing endless TikTok dances. Because why not? We're going after Peter. Why not spread it all around? So Candace, uh, she's basically saying um, Candace isn't there because she doesn't feel like Giselle is worthy of any support of any kind. And uh, Mia shows up and Mia literally is like, hi, fam. Hi, hi, fam. So the show starts and it's a stand-up comedian, Joe Claire. And he's like, put up your heads. It's Robin Bryant. And they're like, boo, you don't even know their names. 
And so Karen writes in her notebook, what not to do? Hire drunk hosts. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Like my memory, you know, what's, you know, like you watch something or you see something and your memory of it, you know, your memory of it's like wrong, but it's like you, but in your mind, it feels right. Like my memory of it is Karen with a giant book, like a fairy tale book with like a feather quill being like, here's what not to do. Like, like she had a perfectly normal sized book and pen, but in my mind, she had a full on bird's feather coming out of her fingers. <laughs> yeah, know? she probably did. I've, I'm going with your truth. I'll believe that. So Jacqueline is standing and screaming, and Giselle's like dancing down the aisle in that awkward Giselle way. And Karen's like, mm, know your host's damn name. I'm writing that in the book. Oh, hold on. There's a pigeon coming by, and I needed a, I was running out of ink there. Running out of ink. She's like in the she's like in the Citadel in Game of Thrones, like in robes, like documenting what happened. So then um so then Robin gets on stage and she's like, is my mic on? Is my mic on? I can't hear myself. Is my mic on? The most Robin way to start a live show. And there's no mic on, you know? She's like, oh my God, this can't be the way the show's about to go. So they start and Karen's like, make sure the mic works. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're doing their show, yeah. And they're just, we see like clips of it. Juan comes on the stage and uh, it's like, is it reasonable or is it shady for a person who is an early riser to wake up in the morning and vacuum in the room? And Juan's like, what time? 6.30 a.m. or 11 a.m.? Everyone's like, oh, shit, Juan! Yeah, he's like, that's not shady. Vacuuming is not shady. Um, first of all, yes, it is shitty for someone to start vacuuming a room that you're sleeping in. On the other hand, you found a man that vacuums? Yeah. So I'd fuck Juan at this point. I mean, Lock that on, down, bring Robin. Him on. Yeah, no kidding. Prenup. Bye! Yeah. So now Ash is doing like her TikTok dance on stage, and Ray's like, this is really something, isn't it? Karen goes, not really! Very Countess Luann. She's like, my list keeps growing. No boring dancing. <laughs> and now it's a Q&A section. So a lady's like, um, this is for Mr. Dixon, but I'll let Miss Dixon answer. When is the wedding? And it's like, dun, 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 commercial break. Then we come back. And Karen's like, yes, we all want to know when. It's an excellent question. Okay, to do, to do. Bring lady with insightful questions for Robin Dixon to my show. Do. They should have a segment where Giselle tries to design something, you know? I mean, that would be funny. Like, here's a like here's a, an image of a living room that's bare. Let's let Giselle pick things out for mm. it, you know? I don't know, something. I mean, something more than TikTok like dance. Giselle plays The Sims. Yeah. <laughs> just watching like her. wow you are the first person to ever choose that color for a living room wall well done <laughs> well done so um yeah basically robin as usual sidesteps the question and then the, the show sort of ends and you know robin's like well we didn't fill every single seat or most of the seats or really it was basically an empty theater but it was a huge success and we profited like fourteen thousand dollars to which I say, that math doesn't math. But good for you, you know? Yeah. Um, also, I don't like that that's, they ask the audience, and the audience is like, when are you going to get married? Like, fuck off. Just leave her alone. Who cares when she gets married? You want to ask a good question? When are you going to get divorced? That's what yeah. I want to ask people. That's a real question. Like, yeah. you've been with that guy a long time. He's an asshole. When are you going to get divorced? Mm -hmm. Can we normalize that? I would have said... Um, this question's for Mr. Dixon. Would you have let Michael Darby suck your dick? Because it seems like you really wanted to. And then just yeah. see what Juan said to that. You know? Yeah, that's a good one. So um, Karen is hugging her and she's like, oh, you know, that was really great. Uh, I, I'm just being shady, but, you know, it was good. Bye. So then Jacqueline and Giselle are in the seats and Jacqueline's like, oh my God, I really love that. And Mia's like, um, and by the way, I bought my ticket so you can get your coins. I paid my own money to buy your ticket. 
I'm a boss bitch who owns the first ever chiropractic office in the history of Washington, D.C. A boss when, bitch buys her own tickets. When Gordon and I were creating the box office for this theater, I said, when Giselle comes here, I am paying for my own ticket. <laughs> so then Giselle's like, Jacqueline, nah, I want to talk to you. Jacqueline's like, uh, excuse me? I want to talk to you. I'm sorry, just no one's ever said that to me before okay sure let's let's see what this what this is like uh, Cherie stays of course to listen and Giselle's like well uh, I'm slow sometimes so I have to go home and think about things uh, so we're at Miami we're at the beach and some drinks were to be had and here's what tripped me out uh, Mia said when she's winning you're winning it did she buy your Porsche <laughs> and Jacqueline's like um I bought that but she said that um, can we phone a friend on this one? Like, can we phone a friend? Which basically means she bought she bought your Porsche, right? Well, Jacqueline didn't even say I bought it. Jacqueline said, "Honey, I make my own coins." And then Shash, and then Jacqueline's, uh, yeah. And then when she says, "Can we phone a friend?" because they had already, Giselle says, um, "Well, then she acts like she doesn't remember this comment." Jacqueline does. And Shasha's like, I remember it. And then she goes, can we phone a friend? And like, that's what we just did. We just phoned Sharice. That's why she's here. Uh, can we phone a reservation? Is that an option too? So Giselle's like, so did Gordon buy the car? And she's like, well, are you saying that I'm like some side piece sugar baby type thing? Is that what you're saying? And she goes, well, we know that she said that she likes to watch Gordon with other women. And Jacqueline's like, mm-hmm, correct, correct, correct mm -hmm. on that, correct. So you never said, pick me, pick me? And Jacqueline's like, you'll have to ask Mia about that. Dun, dun, dun. No one cares, okay? It's pretty obvious you're fucking Mia and Gordon. Yeah, I'm okay with no it. one cares. We've had TLC for a decade. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. <laughs> and then Ashley comes, just when she's like, Jacqueline goes, I don't spill those types of teas, but, and just as she gets to saying, but, Ashley walks in, she's like, oh my God, terrible news. Michael lost the ring and fell into a volcano. Now it's destroyed forever. Oh. So, and she's just like, listen, we're talking about me uh, watching Gordon have sex with uh, with uh, this one, whatever her name is. It's like, yeah, well, Mia likes to watch. She told us that, so it's a big deal. So then um, Giselle's like, Mia, Mia, come here. We have a question. And she's like, oh, you want me to sit on your lap? <laughs> yeah. And Giselle's like, well, we were at the beach, and you said uh, when, you, uh, when you're up, your girls are up. Uh, and like, did you did you buy the Porsche for Jacqueline? Nah. And Mia's like, her car is in her name. Well, technically, her car's in the name of family. She says her car is in her name. Yes. Okay. What does that mean? So if you didn't buy her car, you're a shithead for trying to insinuate that you paid for her damn car, you know? And right. so Robin just goes, whoa! And she says, listen, when Juan was in the NBA, he bought plenty of people cars, and they were all in their names. This proves nothing. Hmm. And Mia's like, why? You want a Porsche? And Jacqueline's like, um, now, did she buy me a Porsche? No, but can she buy me a Porsche? Probably. Probably. Hmm. And Mia's like, Gordon didn't buy anything. Gordon doesn't have any money. And so that they're like, huh. What? So Gordon doesn't have money? Oh, so you just married Gordon for his poetry? Don't for his good luck. those shoes. Yeah, <laughs> but you look good with them on. Well, she did say that she likes watching Gordon having sex with people because it's like going to a live concert instead of a music video. So she's just maybe uh, <laughs> a groupie or something. I don't know. So Jacqueline's like, okay, continue, continue. Let's get some real juice. Jacqueline loves this because she finally gets to do something, even though she totally wastes the moment, got to be honest. Yeah. So Giselle's like, so let's talk about this boyfriend that you slept with. Ah. And Mia's like, oh, my God, you remember that? What did Jacqueline say about that? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then basically they're trying to basically Mia and Jacqueline are caught off guard and they're kind of trying to answer but also align their stories at the same time and mia's kind of like well jacqueline and i need to compare notes on what we're going to tell you all so <laughs> but they kind of just basically told everybody jacqueline fucks gordon in front of mia and then mia and gordon bought jacqueline a porsche i mean they're basically telling them without saying yes they're like maybe yeah and jacqueline's like um 
Jacqueline's like, well, you know, I feel like before I say anything that all of us should be in the conversation. And Josh was like, I mean, if anyone, if she asked me if I slept with Juan, I'd be like, hell no, I didn't sleep with no damn Juan. <laughs> Other things people, yeah, other <laughs> things people randomly ask Sharice. How long have you been Queen of England? How's that working out? <laughs> when did you win your first Pulitzer, Sharice? <laughs> How many votes before you win that Senate seat? You still recounting? Uh, and how long did it take to build that Mars rover? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ain't nobody asking Sharice that. <laughs> so Jacqueline's like, yeah, well, me. Oh, Jacqueline's like, well, Mia doesn't really care about that sort of stuff. And Giselle just keeps trying to make this a thing, but she can't because they're not making it a thing. Like, they're not getting offended. They don't care, you know? Yeah. So Giselle's like, you like to watch? And she, Mia's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, it, but if it crosses the line with Gordon, that's wrong. And she's like, well, Gordon's not for me. And Sharice is like, but if you were attracted to a husband, would it be okay if you slept with her husband, even though she didn't want you to sleep with her husband, but you wanted to? Stop, <laughs> and Mia's like, this is a lot of questions. So uh, Giselle's like, this is strange. Uh, and I think there's more to it. Uh, I'm like, there probably is more to it. But like, nobody cares. Who cares? <laughs> Literally nobody cares. Like, oh no, I can't believe a relatively attractive woman might be sleeping with Gordon. Like that's, she already has to live with that. Yeah. Nothing, you know? Yeah. And just, I was like, well, I'm going to table this for now. Is that a pun? No, Sharice, that is not a pun. Nah. That's right. And that, that was the end of the episode. So everyone, so thank you end, so much for listening. The, the next week. Oh, yeah. Is when Ashley's friend from the mommy group or whatever claims that Eddie and uh, what's his buns were flirting with her at the Chris. bar. Uh huh. No one's buying that. Okay. Mm-mm. No one's buying that lady. And I cannot watch. And Candace calls her a Muppet. So yeah, she's like this Sesame Street character. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, well, that show comes back on the first. It's not on next week. So that oh, comes okay. back, I believe, on the first. So we will be back with the next recap of Potomac on the week that we return. So thanks everybody for being with us. Have a great, hope you're giving a break, but have great holidays. And thanks for everything you do for us here on Crappens. We love you guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch what Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C, Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Undo your fasteners. It's Erin Kastner. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh. She's Jill Hirsch. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly. It's Kyle Pod Shadley. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang, the incredible edible Matthew sisters, Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.